0: company of angels, the church of the firstborn, whose names are registered in the Lamb's book of life. We have come unto you, O God, our judge, the only righteous judge, the judge of the whole earth. We have come to you, Jesus, the only mediator of the new and everlasting testament. We have come to the blood of sprinkling, that speaks better things than the blood of Abel, we have also come to the spirits of just men made perfect. Thank you, Abba Father, for your faithfulness. Rejoice in you and we worship you. We hallow you. Holy Spirit divine, I ask that you think through my mind and you speak through my lips as I minister life to your people. Let only the name of Jesus Christ alone be glorified and be magnified. Have your way tonight and let your glory be revealed. Let your fire, let your word come to us and destroy every rubble, everything that is not of you. Father, just have your way. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. We cover each and every one of us seven times in the blood of Jesus. Our homes, our property, our cars, the whole atmosphere, the environment, and vicinity. We cover with the blood of Jesus. We charge this place with the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Have your way, my Father. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Last Wednesday in our Bible study, I started to share from the things that the Lord has been teaching us. And I want to continue with that sharing. I began to talk about judgments and removing judgments. Amen. Amen. You know, I began to learn that sometimes people ask us to pray for them and we pray for them. But we pray and we are judgmental in our prayers. You know, you pray in such a way that you are almost trying to convince God that it was the fault of the people that they even needed the prayer in the first place. You understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. You try to convince God that this thing that happened to the person is the person's fault. And in this season, God has taken us to a new level. Amen? And we must multiply. I say we must increase. I say whether the devil likes it or not. This church must multiply and bring forth fruit. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. You know, some things come from foundation. Every house has a foundation. And Psalm 11 verse 3 says, If the foundations be destroyed... What can the righteous do? So as we have physical and natural foundations, we also have spiritual foundation. Amen. The way you gave your life to Christ, the way you were born again, the way you were discipled. disciples. Some things are really not your fault, but at this season, God wants to help us. Are we together? So I'm not judging anybody, I'm not even being judgmental, I'm not even criticizing anything. I began to share the other time from Matthew chapter seven verse one. Matthew seven one. I want us to go to that scripture. Matthew chapter seven verse one says, Judge not that ye be not judged. Let's read it together. Judge not that ye be not judged. Verse 2. For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And we get a simpler translation. Maybe in New King James or another one. Yes? Okay, yes, NLT. Want to read? For you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes we also pass judgment not only on others. Because we are used to judgment, we judge not only others but ourselves. Romans, chapter 2, verse 1. Romans 2, 1. Yes. Take it to NLC, please. You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad, and you have no excuse. When you say that they are wicked, and should be punished, you are condemning yourself, for you who judge others, do these very same things. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Say, and we know that God, in his justice, will punish anyone, who does such things. Hallelujah. So we also pass judgment on ourselves because we do the same things that they do. The Bible says no matter who you are, before you judge the wickedness of others, you had better remember this, that you are also without excuse. For you too are guilty of the same kind of things. So when you judge others, then you do the same things they do. You condemn yourself. And in that verse 2, we saw that we also pass judgment on ourselves because we do the same things they do. We know that God's judgment falls upon those who practice these things. God is always right because he has all the facts. Amen? Amen? <laughs> I said that God is always right. Because he has all the facts. It's only God that has all the facts. Amen? If you are feeling sleepy, please stand up. Don't don't sleep now. Don't miss what I'm saying. You can't sleep and hear me at the same time. I want you to open your spirit to God so that we can all get this. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Somebody asked a question, what do you mean I'm doing the same thing they are doing? So you are praying for someone because we are talking about prayer. And then you are looking for scriptures to back you up to condemn the person. You are reporting the person to God and you say you are praying. For example, you hear that something has happened to somebody, how do you and how do you react? You say, blood of Jesus, contract has matured. What do you mean by that? It sounds right. It is the contract in his life that has matured. How did you know? Who gave you that information? It's all God that knows whether it was contrary and matured, it was a calamity, whether it's an affliction or an attack. You know, some things happen to people, and things happen for many reasons. And God is not interested in any bad thing happening to any. The Bible said that God sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Hello? He gives us son on the wicked and on the righteous. God so loved the world. Amen? He loved the whole world. Whether they are black or white or red or yellow, he loved them. Therefore, he gave his only begotten son. Is that not so? So that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. When we are going off evangelism, we are preaching to someone, what is the motive in our hearts? Are we preaching so that it will be that, we yes, I have preached. To God so I have preached to them, but they have refused to repent. Is that what is at the back of So you tell them, except you repent, you shall likewise perish. Because you are already wanting them to perish, to prove a point. You are not preaching with a heart of compassion. There is no love in your heart. You are preaching so that the word of God can come on their head like thunder. And let their heads break, if it needs to break. We need to change all that kind of thing. God is not interested in all that. Let's go to Mark chapter 7, from verse 20 to 23. Mark 7, 20. And then Jesus said, it is what comes from inside that defiles a man. Yes? Yes? For from within, out of a person's heart, come what? Evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, yes, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. I want you to underline envy and slander. In this context, slander, arrogance, pride. All these wicked things come from within. And they make a person unclean. And one of the things that makes a person unclean is slander. Amen? When you are talking to someone else about another person and you are trying to validate your position, how do you look at other people? Remember where we read in Romans 2, 3, says, no matter who you think you are, when you judge others, who do these things, and then you do the same things yourself. What makes you think you will escape the judgment of God? Sister, sorry, I have to wake people up. Anyone who is sleeping, I have to wake. Because I love you so much. And I don't want you to miss what God is saying. This thing is so important. Amen. We also pass judgment on ourselves because we do the same things. You see, that list that he gave there, there's no one that is more terrible than the other. Hello? Sin is sin. You know, because sometimes we think that it's only those who do adultery and, and theft that are wicked. But you don't look at the whole list. Look at the list. Greed. Wickedness. Deceit. Envy. Slander. What is slander? Slander is evil speaking. Amen? Backbiting. You speak something negative about somebody all the time. You judge them, eh? Yes. And most of the time it comes from envy. Because you want to make people know that this person is not all that so wonderful as they think. Somebody say, "Ah, that sister, I just like that sister, the way she does." You say, "Ah, uh-huh. That one, because she don't know how. She has problem. You used to do this and that and that and that. Who are Why do you have to say those things? Please, if your neighbor is sleeping, just tap the person. I empower you to to wake them. It's out of love. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do we even want God to be kind to them? Do we really want God to be kind to those people? Do you really want them to be saved? Do you want God to have mercy on them? Because when you say those things, they are recorded in the courts of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do the riches of his extraordinary kindness make you take God for granted? Romans 2 4. Verse 4. Say, don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? God himself is very, very kind to all of us. Is that not so? Haven't you experienced how kind and understanding he has been to you? He said, don't mistake his tolerance for acceptance. Do you realize that all the wealth of his extravagant kindness is meant to melt your heart and lead you into repentance? God shows us extravagant kindness so that we can do what? Can melt our hearts and lead us back to repentance. Not to harden us. When we think about the goodness of God, listen, as I was going through this thing, I just found myself crying. As I was going through this training, I I just found my heart melting, and I've just been crying. And that is what God wants to do. Because godly repentance, godly sorrow brings repentance. Amen? You cry, your heart melts, and then you don't go back to that again. So now you know what are the secrets of your heart. I discovered that I myself have been very judgmental because I know God is good. And I knew that people will repent and then God will be good to them. Look at the life of Jonah. Do we remember the story of Jonah? Jonah was sent to Nineveh. Turn your Bibles with me to Jonah chapter 4. We are going to read it. Jonah was a prophet of God. A mighty man of God. He was a prayer warrior. God sent him to Nineveh, and he refused to go. He went in the opposite direction. He went to Starshish. Amen. And eventually, him and God were fighting. Can a man fight with his maker? God had to arrest him on the way, in his mercy. And brought him back to Nineveh. And when he came to Nineveh, evangelist. (laughs) He's looking for the (laughs) person. Hallelujah. (laughs) You are the evangelist now, aren't you? (laughs) Jonah chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. So he complained to the Lord about it. Look at what he said. Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? That is why I ran away to Tashish. I knew that you are a merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from destroying people. Verse 3. Just kill me now, Lord. (laughs) I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. Can you see that? The Bible said that the heart of man is what? Deceitful, desperately wicked. Think about it. I'm going slowly, for purposely, so that you think to rush it. Are you like Jonah? He prophesied. God actually spoke to him, I will destroy this place. But go and preach to them. Then when he preached, the people repented. Every one of them started fasting, including the king that sat on the throne, including their animals, including the suckling child. Everyone went into dust and ashes. And the whole city turned to God. Instead of him to be happy. Amen. Amen. About the revival, he was angry. He said, is this not why I ran away from you in the first place? You see? He said, now, Adonai, didn't I say this will happen when I was still in my own country? That was why I tried to get away to Tashish ahead of time. I knew you were a God who is merciful and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in grace, and that you relent from inflicting punishment all that was in the mind of Jonah was that God should destroy these people they are sinners amen now I want to ask a question if God destroy a whole nation a whole people what do you gain from it God wipe everybody out because of their iniquity do you get any, any payments? Do you get any reward? You remember the, the disciples of the Lord Jesus? James and John, the sons of Zebedee. The Bible called them the sons of thunder. They were on their way to Samaria with the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Samaritans were trying to block them. You know, at that time, there was this issue of discrimination between the Jews and the Samaritans. And what did they say? They said, Lord, let us call down fire like Elijah did. And Jesus said, no, don't do that. Elijah was in a different dispensation. Amen. He said you don't know the kind of spirit that you have. If you are a preacher, and the people you are supposed to save, the souls you are supposed to harvest, and take to heaven, you call down fire and destroy all of them. And all of them die and go to hell. What have you achieved? Nothing. Nothing. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, 36 to 38. I'm talking about removing judgments. Let's read it together. Luke 6, 36. One, to go. You must be compassionate just as your father is, in, is compassionate. Yes? Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others, or it will all come back against you. Forgive others, and you will be forgiven. That's it. Give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full press down, shaking together to make room for more, Running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. You see, this is part of that scripture. They are in the same context. But we only use it when we want to take offering. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's used for offering. Give and you will. So you come and give. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed together. And running over unto you, give. And it shall be given back to you. So when you give condemnation, that's what you're going to get. When you give judgment, that's what you're going to get. Yes. God has no wickedness to give anybody. Satan will be the one judging you. Because his name is Antidiakos. Someone who is bringing a lawsuit against you that you need to defend in the courts. You will now need to be going to the courts of heaven to be defending yourself. And he will continually accuse you. Hmm. It's so serious, this matter. So this place we are reading says, show compassion. Just as your father shows compassion. Don't judge and you won't be judged. Don't condemn and you won't be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and you will receive gifts. Hallelujah. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. But (laughs) the irony is that the people's eyes need to be opened. Because 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 4. Tells us what? 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 and 4. It says, if the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Verse 4. Satan who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. Amen. So, the people's eyes need to be opened, just as our own eyes need to be opened. To what God is saying. Are we together? God showed me that when we pray without judgment, that is when we are truly walking in love. And it releases compassion. Amen. It releases compassion. And without compassion, you cannot heal the sick. You cannot win souls. You can labor and preach and preach and preach. And the souls will not come to the Lord. Because the words you are speaking are not backed by compassion. The Holy Spirit will only back you up with signs following when you have compassion in your heart. The people can feel it. They can sense it. Matthew chapter 9 verse 36. Look at the earthly ministry of the Lord Jesus. The example of Jesus. How he ministered. Let's read it together. I want to go. When Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. I want you to underline the word compassion. Because they were confused and helpless. They were like sheep without a shepherd. Amen? The people were confused. They don't know what they are doing. If our gospel is hidden, it's hidden to those who are blind. The God of this world, the has blinded their minds so that the glorious light of the gospel will not shine. You are telling the people to come to church they don't even understand. All the things you are saying they are not even hearing you. Amen? You sometimes share a testimony you tell somebody that something happened, this person was blind he said, no, it's not true. All these things, they are forming it. We have heard how pastors used to give money to people to come and say that. They opened their eyes. They are blinded. Do you understand? Somebody is blindfolded. He cannot help himself. And you are angry with the person or you condemn the person. You say, this person is not serious. Don't mind that. Matthew 14, 14. Matthew 14, 14. I want us to read it together. Want to go? Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat, and he had compassion on them, And healed their sick. He had what? Compassion. And healed their sick. Colossians three twelve. Colossians chapter three verse twelve. If you start feeling sleepy, just stand up and walk around, and shake it off. Amen. Let's read Colossians three twelve. Want to go? Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with what? Tender hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Get another translation, please. This one didn't bring out the compassion. Okay, Amplified. Let's read Amplified together. Clothe yourselves therefore as God's own chosen ones, his own picked representatives who are purified and holy and well-beloved by God himself by putting on behavior marked by tender-hearted pity and mercy, kind feeling, a lowly opinion of yourselves, gentle ways, and patience, which is tireless and long-suffering, and has the power to endure whatever comes with good temper. Amen. Sometimes you see a member of the church, he's not stable. He comes today. Tomorrow he cannot come. And I say, let's go and look for this brother now, Somebody say, ah, let me leave that one. Are they serious? Can't you see the way they are doing? One leg in, one leg out. But Jesus said that the good shepherd had 100 sheep. And one of the sheep was missing. And he did what? He left the 99. Amen? Amen. And went after that one. Cannot say, let's forget about that one. It's not serious. You don't have the whole facts. You don't know what the person is dealing with. You don't know what is happening to that person. Amen? That person may be undergoing a battle. May be undergoing a siege don't know what is happening to him. So you cannot say he's not serious. When you say somebody is not serious, that is a judgment. Yes, you have them, the person, he's not a serious-minded person. You have already tagged him, Mr. Not Serious, Mrs. Not Serious. He's as serious as that. You don't know his situations and circumstances. You don't know the environmental circumstances the person is having. Satan may be looking for the life of the person at that very moment and you didn't go, didn't care. So what I have understood from all this is that God really cares about us. Amen? God really, really cares about us. God is interested in every, each and every soul. All souls belong to Him. There is no soul that is not important to Him, there is none that is insignificant. Amen. Let's look at Lamentations chapter three, verse forty. Lamentations. Sister, are you with me? Are you? God bless you. Yes. Let's read together. Instead. Let us test and examine our ways and let us turn back to the Lord. Amen. God is calling us at this time to examine ourselves. 1 Corinthians 11, 31-32. The New Testament. 1 Corinthians 11, 31. Yes. want to go. If we were properly evaluating ourselves, we would not be judged. 32, but when we are judged, we are disciplined by the Lord so that we may not be condemned with the world. See, when God is correcting us, rebuking us, he's doing it because he loves us. Just like a parent corrects the children because he loves them. You correct the children because you love them, not to destroy them. Amen. So that we will not be judged and condemned with the world. So, what is it that happens when we judge others? See, when someone is not functioning as they were created to function, it creates a tension in their soul. And sometimes they behave in some ways that we judge them for. We say things like, what is the matter with you? What is the matter with yourself? Don't you understand that you're supposed to do? Don't you realize this thing you are doing is wrong? And what happens? What happens when we do that? Our words and our judgments add to the testimony that the Satan, the adversary, brings against those people to the courts of heaven. So we are part of the prop- their lives. And remember that Jesus said that he that does not gather with me is scattering. Amen? He said he that is not with me is against me. Anyone who is not gathering, Jesus wants us to help him, to partner with him, partner with the Holy Spirit in gathering, in building the house of God. So instead of gathering, we'll be scattering. And you know, in the court in heaven, every paper, every word, recorded on those papers, are very very important. So when we judge someone, it is registered in the court of heaven. And now there is the effect is that when your judgment is registered against somebody, there is also a counter judgment registered against you yourself. You know judgment has two sides, isn't it? If you go to court There are always two sides to a judgment. There's the side of the person who is guilty and he's required to either pay a fine or be thrown to jail or to apologize, isn't it? There's the other side of the winning party. The person who has won the case. There are always two sides. So when you pronounce judgments and it is recorded against someone, the other side of it is recorded for you. You that we are doing the pronouncement. Hmm. Mark two, chapter five, verse twenty-two. Matthew five twenty-two. Sorry, I need to sit down. I had taken permission from beginning, so I hope you understand. Matthew five twenty two. Let's read it together. But I say, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot. You are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. Hello? Sister? It's a blessing. Praise the Lord. How are you? Bless you. So if you hold anger in your heart, towards a fellow believer, you are subject to judgment. And when you demean or insult a fellow believer, you are in danger of being sent to a fiery hell. Can you imagine that? So our words carry power in the court of heaven. Every time we criticize or bring a wrongful judgement against someone, We are cursing them. You are judging unrighteously and empowering principalities in their life. And the enemy uses those words as a testimony. He'll be collecting it as testimony to use it in the courts, in the case that he's building against them and against you in the courts. So it has two sides. It's not just that he's building against the person, but he's also building against you. But when we speak positive words over someone, it empowers the court of heaven to bring mercy and favor into their life. We are cooperating with, aligning with, agreeing with the purpose and the destiny of their lives. Amen. The difference between forgiveness and withdrawing judgment. Forgiveness is what? To stop feeling anger towards someone who has done something wrong to you. Amen? Stop feeling anger. Stop blaming. Stop feeling anger. Stop requiring payment of. Grant remission of an offense or debt give up all claim on account of remit grant pardon that is the meaning of forgiveness amen that's different from judgment judgment is forming an opinion or estimate a notion or conclusion as from the circumstances presenting Presented to the mind. Judgments are often unfounded. It's based on opinion. Are you understanding? It's a view of or judgment formed about something not necessarily based on facts or knowledge. Sometimes you don't know, you don't have all the facts. Deaconess, precious. Sometimes you don't know all the facts. So you need to agree with what God says about someone. Amen. How do we break the habit of being judgmental? Your way or path may be different than mine. Look at others from a different perspective. You know, let me give you an example. During this, our last retreat, by tradition, I was supposed to be in Kapanchan because the international conference was holding and the man of God who is in charge, the head of that ministry, is my mentor. And when someone is your mentor, you are supposed to follow him. Amen? Go to wherever he is, listen to him, attend his program, sit under him. So I initially wanted to at least attend the minister's meeting. But as I was praying... And asking God what I was going to do, the Holy Spirit said, do the workers and ministers retreat. I kept hearing that. Do you understand? And as the week was drawing, I was almost getting confused. I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what of Kafancha? Because I'm thinking that I'm supposed to be there. And the Lord spoke clearly to me. He said, you need to focus. It is about your own assignment. It is time to now focus on your assignment. Do the things I've called you to do. You cannot continue following another man's assignment. A time will come when you are required focus. Because God is going to ask you to give account of the things he has called you to do. Not what he has given another man. It's not about just attending program or being in a program. It's about being where God really wants you to be at that time. And do you know that some of my friends from there were calling me? Because I love them. They love me. We are used to meeting each other there. I like their fellowship. I like being in their midst. I enjoy it. Where are you? We can't find you. We are looking for you. We can't find you. I say, sorry, I'm not coming. Somebody called me and said, ah, Pastor, you are not here. Do you know what is happening here? God is moving. I said, yes, I know that God will definitely move. God is moving, and he must move. <laughs> you know, I told him, as he said, what? what? You know what you do? Just try. Come one night, even if it's one day. Just come one day and do like this. Show your face. Then I said, what is the meaning of that? I just come, and I just mingle around and show my face. And people will see me and they will say, uh I will confuse them like I was there all the time. I said, that is iniquity. I will not do such a thing. If I want to come for that program, I will plan and come fully for it. And stay there and do and receive all that God wants me to receive. Amen. Amen. I am where God wants me to be. And you you believe that God wanted me to be here? From all that happened. is about hearing from God. Somebody may think, don't mind her, she's not serious. Do you understand? We didn't see her, she has not been coming for programs. She's not serious. But is it true that I'm not serious? That's why I said, when you say such things, You may not really have all the facts. It's only God that has all the facts. It's only God that knows what is happening. So you need to find out before you pass such judgments. Amen. So how do we withdraw our judgments? You have accused somebody that they are greedy, they are not true, they are liars, remember this scripture, 1 Peter 5, 8. Do we still remember this scripture? One of our our core scriptures. Yes? Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devolve. Then give me Isaiah 54 verse 17. These are some of the core scriptures. Always remember, stay sober, stay alert. You have an enemy, the adversary. He talks about like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The word adversary means what? Antidikos, a legal term for one who presses a lawsuit that must be defended. Isaiah 54, 17. Yes? But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. Can you give me a new King James? Okay. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You shall condemn. You shall refute. Say, no weapon meant to hurt you will succeed. You will refute every accusing word spoken against you. This is the promise of the. This promise is inheritance of. God's servants, and their vindication is from me, says the Lord. What does it mean to refute? To refute means to prove wrong by argument or evidence, to show to be false or erroneous. Hallelujah. So according to Isaiah 54, 17, we are the ones to refute the accusation in the courts. And provide testimony to the contrary of the accusation. Hallelujah. When the accuser accuses you in court, you refute the accuser. You refute the accusation. You provide the testimony. You provide evidence to show that it is not true. Amen. Amen. What if the accusation is true? What if the accusation is true? Matthew 5.25. If the accusation is true, Matthew 5.25 tells us what to do. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you are still with him on the way. Or he may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. Amen? If the accusation is true, what do you do? Agree with your adversary quickly. If someone sues you, and is is suing you, pressing a lawsuit, Come to terms with him quickly while you and he are on the way to court so that he will not hand you over to the judge and the judge hand you over to the officer of the court who will hand you over and you will be thrown into jail. First John nine tells us. 1 John 9 let Let's read it together. I want to go. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Amen. So if the accusation is true, repent of it. Confess your sins. Forsake them. And you will be free. Are you together? Don't argue, don't try to lie when you get to the court of heaven. Because there's nothing that is hidden before the Lord. All things are open and naked before the eyes of the Lord, with whom we have to do. We'll take one more scripture and then we we'll go to the court to activate this. John fourteen thirty. Hello. John chapter 14, verse 30. Jesus was talking. He said, I don't have much more time to talk to you. Because the ruler of this world approaches. He has no power over me. No, give me new king, James. He said, I will no longer talk much with you. For the ruler of this world is coming. And he has nothing in me. Amen. He has nothing to use against me. I will not speak with you much longer. The ruler of this dark world is coming. But he has no power over me. For he has nothing to use against me. In the day that the Antichrist is looking for you. Let it be that he has nothing to use against you. I discovered that the reason why you know the Bible said no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Why is it that some weapons are formed against us and they seem to be prospering? Because there is something the Antiochus finds in our life. When he finds a loophole There's one little area in your life you are not fully obeying the Lord. It could just be in this area of judgment. The way you talk. The way you talk about people and what you say to them. Any little disobedience is a disobedience. Jesus said the prince of this world cometh But he find nothing in me. He will not find anything. And when they come and they cannot find anything, they cannot prosper. Amen. Are we together? Praise the name of the Lord. So we are going to go to the courts now. To the courts now. To activate this. Hallelujah. We are going to enter the holiest through Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19. We are going to pray. And the subject of our prayer is that you withdraw all judgments. The ones that come to your mind. I've had to withdraw some of my own. I know cannot finish them, Is as they come, I withdraw them. Amen? All the people that hurt you, some of them hurt you very, very deeply. You made judgments against them. Some of them, you even had revelation about them that they are doing you something. You withdraw the judgments leave them in the hand of the judge of the whole earth. Withdraw your own judgment so that the devil will not find anything to accuse you. The Bible told us in Ephesians 6, we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. Are we together? (laughs) The worst one is for you to even pray that somebody should die. All those kind of prayer. Return to sender. Say, I return this thing to this person. You even call the name of this somebody. And return something on their head. Multiply it a thousandfold. I'm going to repent of that. Are we ready? Do we have questions? Because the way people are quiet, it seems that there's questions. I don't mind taking the question so that we can be on the same page. Yes. Please, somebody give him the mic. Feel free to ask your questions. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah made reference to um, agree with your accuser on the way before he hands you over to the judge and then the judge will hand you over to I guess the, uh, the officer then the officer to the prison warder the accuser is the how you settle with the antidiagos? The settlement is repentance. Just for you to, that's why we read 1 John 1, 9. When he accuses you, you know whether that thing he accuses you is true or not. So if, what if it is true? Then repent of it. Confess it as sin. And say, yes, I missed it, but father, Have mercy on me and receive cleansing and then forgive yourself. Because I talked about two two levels of judgment. Judging someone and also judging yourself. Some of us judge ourselves so badly. And it is even the things we say about ourselves that he's using in the courts against us. You know, Jesus said, love your your neighbor as yourself. If you don't love yourself, you can't even love your neighbor. You have not received the love of God. And begin to see yourself the way God sees you. See yourself from God's eyes. And see other people the way God sees them. That's the point. That's the summary of the whole thing. Hallelujah. Don't walk by sight by appearances, because God does not look at appearance, He looks at the heart. He looks at our hearts. That's why it's, it's safer to leave the judgment for Him, because when He judges, He judges from the heart. He has the full fact, the full knowledge about the human beings. Amen. 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 Even if you had a revelation, let me say this. Somebody took your name to the shrine. He's trying to kill you. That's the most common one. It is not that person. It is Satan. That is your enemy. Are we together? Remove your judgments concerning that person and leave him When you remove the judgment, it doesn't absolve him from the sin. It doesn't mean that God will not judge him again. It's for your own sake, for your own good. Are we together? Any other question? Please feel free because we need to all be in agreement so that when we start praying, I discover that This prayer brings the presence of God so real. It brought the presence of God so real, so practical in my life. Because for some time now, certain things have been happening to me, and I've been asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit show me, what am I not getting right? What am I missing? Did you hear me when I was praying the prayer? Lord, where am I missing it? There must be something I'm missing. And he beamed the light and showed me. And when I obeyed it, I saw the hand of the Lord physically. Hallelujah. So we are going to enter Hebrews ten nineteen. If you are going to sleep off just stand up and walk around. Don't sleep. We're going to pray. If you need to kneel down, kneel down. If you want to walk around, walk around. Any position you feel comfortable. But please do not sleep. Because we want to go into the throne of court of heaven now. And I told you that to enter the court of heaven is not hard. It's by faith. You just enter. We are already in the, in, the, in the heavenly places. But the court is like, you know, you just enter one room. The room of the court. Are we together? So let's step in. Just step into the court now. And as we are in the court, I want you to see yourself before the throne see God the Father sitting on the throne, you see him through the scriptures, you see him by faith in the word of God. You see him high, lifted up, seated on the throne, and that throne is right inside your spirit, right inside you. Not high above, it's right inside you. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I want you to see the Lord Jesus seated at the right hand of the Father. He is the apostle and the high priest of our profession. So we acknowledge his presence in the courtroom. We acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit who is our advocate. The Holy Spirit and the Lord Jesus are our defense attorneys. I want you to see that there are innumerable company of angels, multitude of angels in the courts right now. See them with the eye of faith. See that the spirits of just men made perfect. They are there. There are many people that are there. Right in the spirit realm. Because we are right now in Mount Zion. We are in the heavenly Jerusalem. We have come to God, the judge of the whole earth. The righteous judge. And now, we are summoning Satan, the Antichrist. To appear in this court session. And we commanded him to be silent in the name of Jesus. So we are stepping up to the clerk of the court. You step up to the clerk and you request for all the judgments that came out from you the ones that you can remember mention them one by one say the judgments I registered against so person I want to withdraw them in the name of Jesus see I acknowledge that I have made judgments about so so person I repent for making those judgments. I am choosing to cancel and withdraw the judgments. And I release that person from all the condemnations attached to the judgments. I want you to begin to say that. Say, I acknowledge that I made a judgment about this person. Take them one by one. I repent for making those judgments. I choose to cancel and withdraw the judgments. I release that person from all condemnation attached to the judgments. He say, I now forgive that person any pain they caused me. It was because they caused you pain. I now forgive them the pain they caused me. I now choose to destroy all the withdrawn judgments. I choose to destroy all the withdrawn judgments. Maybe you even curse somebody. I hear the Holy Spirit saying, somebody curse some people. You open your mouth and you render that a curse. That is a terrible judgment. You now choose to destroy the withdrawn judgments. Then bless that person in the name of Jesus. Bless that person in the name of Jesus. Become aware of their seeds of destiny. Speak to their destiny. Agree with it. And tell their destiny to wake up. Mangarabushoko talaba. Rimba ka talaba hindalaba. Branda ka sindalaba branda. Branda ka sindalaba branda. Branda ka Ask the Holy Spirit to now help you to pray for those people. Rebo sheka talaba Bring the casey lebushila, break Saint centre Lord, I withdraw the judgments. I choose to withdraw them. I choose to destroy them. Man Kori bushi, brondo bokori abashiko lebo branda guzondo bokolia, branga dogazugo Holy Spirit, I ask you. To show me what more I can do to be a part of their solution. Re ke sheke teleba rebo Pray that those people should repent and come back to the Lord and give their life to Christ. Braga ziga bragazi braga ziga bragazi. Bragazi Bandala Brakantalaba Broko Brakasi The judgment that you have rendered against your own self. I want you to withdraw them. Withdraw them. Say I acknowledge that I made a judgment about against myself. All the judgments I made against myself, the things I said against myself. I repent for making those judgments. I choose I I choose to counsel and withdraw the judgments I made against myself. You used to say it is your fault. Anything that happens, say it's my fault, is my own life, my life is like that. And the enemy will hold it and say, Yes, you have already said it, that this is how your life is. Say now tonight, I choose to cancel them. I choose to withdraw them. I repent of saying negative things about my own life. My Father, have mercy on me. I repent of them. I choose to cancel and withdraw the judgments in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now begin to bless yourself. Maandolo kalaba. Lord I bless myself in the name of Jesus. I bless myself. Now begin to speak to your seeds of your destiny. Speak to your own destiny in the name of Jesus. Say Lord, I speak to my destiny. Holy Spirit, now you can pray in the spirit. Mangredebo calabra. Brandaga zingra Brandaga zingra bahi. Brandagaziga dibahila command your destiny Karabasi Kradaba. to wake up let my destiny wake up in the name of Jesus that which the lord has written originally concerning me lord i speak to it to wake up in the name of Jesus mangaziga digadala ba reko santa labahi I command my destiny, my seats of destiny, to wake up. Call it to wake up in Jesus name. Manga Bazinda begin to see yourself the way God is seeing you. Ah, I see myself the way God is seeing me. that I shall live and not die, I shall declare the work of the Lord among the living. The number of my days I shall fulfill, that I shall be healed. I, Above all things, I shall be Man I will prosper. I shall be in good health, even as my soul prospereth. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I will walk in divine health. I Magazigazelibu ba, Magazigazelibu Gada, Magaziga Dilabaha, Bagagaga, Riga Zadaga Zalaba, Yega Ziga Dalaba. Now, having withdrawn the judgments, you have received the hand of God in your spirit. Now, this package that is in your spirit, man. You can now step back into your body, to the physical, and let it be executed. And execute it in your body. Execute it in your environment, in your circumstances. That Satan will not have anything to accuse you again. The prince of this world will come but find nothing in you. Now execute it. Step back into your body and execute it in the physical by the hand of the angels of God. My father, I say this thing that I have received, this grace that I have received, that I have gone to the court of heaven. Lord, I have already withdrawn all the judgments. I step back into my body and I execute the the. the, the the verdict, the ruling from the court of heaven, let it be executed in my body, let it be executed in my life, in my situation, in my circumstances, in my family, in my work, my ministry, in the name of Jesus, that the enemy will no longer be able to exact on me. He will come and find nothing. He He will not be able to attack me, will not be able to afflict me. He will not be able to uh, oppress me again. In the name of Jesus, begin to execute it. In the physical, that nothing will by any means hurt you. That the grace of God will abound unto you that you will live and you will not die, you will declare the work of the Lord among the living, that your promises of God will come to pass in your life. Those things which you have asked of him, those things which you have desired, he will give them to you, he will give it to you, because God said that when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Every other thing shall be added unto you. Now begin to decree that every other thing shall be added unto you. Because you have sought first the kingdom of God. You have sought first his righteousness. Every other thing is being added now. Yes, my father. Pray. Open your mouth and pray. Pray. Magazig Daga Ziga Magaziga Dalabahaya Magazig Dalabashella Maga Ziga Dalaba. Open your mouth and pray. I cannot hear you pray. Magaziga Dalaba magazeka Maka Zika Talabahaya. Maga ziga dalabaha. Reba your life will never remain the same after this. All those challenges that you have, all those things that you have been praying for, that are not answering, I remove them from your life. The soul of the wicked shall not be able to afflict you. Shall not be able to exact on you any longer, because he will come; he will find nothing in you. He will not find anger. He will not find bitterness. He will not find slander. He will not find pride. He will not find arrogance. In the name of Jesus, pray for yourself. Makalabasanta, rebakatalabashila bakaya, brandagaziga dalabazi. Branda Gazigra Bahaya, Branda Gazigra Mangre de Grabaziga, Branda Gaziga Bahaya, Branda Gazigra Baha, Mangre de Boshi Branda Gazigra Bazi, Lengre Bozi Gabahilaba, Branda Mangre Bozi Gabahila, Branda Gazigra Bahila basi. Branda gazik, Abragazi, abra gazik, len gabahi, gabahia, Agagagagagahaya. 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 Ye makato liboshi la, mangasi kalabahila, mangabahila bashi, mangrabashi kalabahi. If you are feeling sleepy, stand up. Mangrabaji galabasi. Branga ziga brahalabu. Branga grabazi. Don't let this moment pass you by. Braga zigadalabakila. Mangra igalabaji. Braga zigabahi. I say execute in the physical everything that has been deposited in your spirit from the throne of grace. Braga ziga bragazi. Bragaziga, Bragazi, Bragaziga, Brahila, Bragaziga, Brahila, Bahi, Bragazi, Gabrahaya, Magagaya, gaga Magagagagagag, Now command every hand of the enemy to be taken away from your life. Magakaya, Kakaka, Makakakaka, Makakakaka. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. The way we are praying now, it's, it's like we want to go to bed. Sister and uh, elder. Hallelujah. Now that we have removed the judgments, we are going to step back into the courts to demand justice for whatever thing that is troubling our lives. We need to get justice. Listen to me. There's nothing that's happening to you that is fair. It's not fair. Anything you are suffering is not fair. It's not fair that we have to suffer because of Adam and Eve. Let me ask us a question. When Adam and Eve sinned, were you there? Hello? Were you there? Adam and Eve did what they did, but their sin came upon all men. The Bible says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Did I follow them to eat the fruit? Did you eat the fruit with them? (laughs) In their loins. (laughs) We were in their loins. Okay. All those things of they say bloodline issues. The Bible says bloodline. Iniquity of the fathers to the third and fourth. Did you follow them to do the thing? You were in their loins. Okay. Okay. For me, it is not fair. It's not fair. That is why God made a way of escape. Because he knew that it was not fair. That's why the story did not end there. He sent Jesus Christ to come and die. And pay the price. So the justice we are going to get is to present what Jesus has already done. And get justice. Amen. There is an access to get justice. Once you have removed the judgments, nothing else is blocking you. You get justice from the courts. So, whatever we are passing through, the Bible says that God has already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Is it not so? He has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. We are not supposed to lack anything. It is God that gives us the power to get wealth. So in the seeds of our destiny, we are supposed to have ideas from the Holy Spirit on how to make money. We are not supposed to be lacking. So, it is not fair if you are lacking. It is not fair if you are sick. It is not fair if you are having pains in your body. So we want to get justice tonight. Do you agree with me? Me, I want to get justice. Those things the Bible has written, the promises of God that is meant for you and I, we must get them. In this season, I say we must get them. Nothing will cheat us again. Nothing will hinder us again. We will bear fruit. And our fruit will remain. So whatever you desire, we are stepping back into the courts to collect it and then implement it in the physical. And we will see results in Jesus' name. The Lord said the only thing that the enemy has been using, thickness, Wake up. The only thing he has been using to cheat us is just judgment. Because he will go to the court and because we don't know and you know my people perish for lack of knowledge. Even when you don't know, ignorance is not an excuse. He will cheat us. But now, our eyes have opened. He cannot cheat us again. Amen. So let us step back through the blood of Jesus. Hebrews ten nineteen. 19. Enter by the blood. Enter to the holiest by the blood. And when you get there, as we are there, the protocol is that you acknowledge the presence of God the Father, his name is Elohim. Put your heart on him. Don't allow your mind to be wandering. Don't allow yourself to be distracted. Put your mind on him. He is Elohim. He's Yahweh. You recognize him. You acknowledge him. You tell him who he is. Say, Father, there is no one like you. You are the high and the lofty one. The heavens of the heavens is your throne. This earth is your footstool. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is I am that I am. You are the only true God, the God of all flesh, the Father of all spirits. The father of light. You are the one that dwells in the light to which no man can approach. You are the ancient of days. You are the alpha and the omega. We acknowledge you. We hallow you, Lord. We hallow you. You are the only judge. The judge of the whole earth. Then you acknowledge the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. The son of the living God the one that liveth and was dead. And behold, you are alive forevermore. You hold the keys of hell and of death. Your name is the Lord God Almighty. Your name is the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon, the bright and the morning star. We acknowledge you, Jesus. Then you acknowledge the Holy Spirit the spirit of the living God. He is a paracletus. He's our teacher. He's our helper. Our revelator, our guide, our strengthener, our standby. We acknowledge you. We reverence you. Lord, you and the Lord Jesus Christ. You are our defense attorneys in this court. Then you recognize the presence of all the innumerable company of angels, the presence of this cloud of witnesses, the spirits of just men made perfect. We acknowledge them. And then you now summon Satan the devil, the antidechus we summon you now to appear in this session in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we command you to be silent in the name of Jesus. Because it is written, the wicked shall not speak in the congregation of the righteous. So you always command him to be silent. And then you now receive washing and cleansing by the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood of Abel from your own iniquities because we have entered into the holiest through the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is available, is washing you from every secret fault, every presumptuous sins, sins of omission and commission, from the day you were conceived in your mother's womb. Anything that happened, even at your conception, to the day you were born into this earth, the things that happened around where you were born, the circumstances of your life, environmental circumstances and environmental problems. Let the blood of Jesus wash them away. And then the circumstances of your ancestry, the bloodline issues from your father's side, from your mother's side, right back to Adam, the blood of Jesus takes care of them because when we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us so we receive cleansing we have already confessed our sins the sins of our bloodlines right back to adam we are res- delivered we are taken away we are separated from those issues in the name of jesus because it is written that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. And now, you make a demand for justice. All the things that happen to you that are not fair, you report them. He said, Father, I come to you as a judge. See how the antidiarchs have been wanting to put sickness and disease on me. See how they have been wanting to put poverty on me. Report the matter to the judge of the whole earth. The ancient of this. State your case. Present your case. Is it in your school, in your studies? Is it the demons that are after your life? Report the matter. Say, oh God, you are my judge. I come to you, to this court, to seek for justice from the hand of the adversary. For all the things they have done to me, mention those things. Say, Lord, they put pain on my legs, they put pain on my waist, put pain on my neck, put pain on my back. Report the matter. What is it that has been troubling you? Is it the salvation of your children? Present it before God. Father, look at the confusion in my family. Look at the salvation of my children. Look at how the enemy has been making us to scatter my family. Report the matter. Whatever has been happening to you, when you report it, say, oh God, give me justice. I request for justice. I am asking for justice. I am asking for justice. Give me justice in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Begin to receive the verdict of the justice in your spirit, man. Receive verdict of that justice. That thing that they did that was not fair. Receive the verdict in your spirit. Right now, Father, I receive. Say, I receive. Father, I receive verdicts for the justice of my health, of my body. I receive the justice in the name of Jesus. I receive my healing, my wholeness, Amid every whole. I receive it from your presence. You are in the glory realm now. In the very presence of God. Receive it. It's being deposited in your spirit man. I receive wholeness in my spirit man. I receive healing. Total healing, total restoration. I receive it. In the name of Jesus. I receive it. Whatever it is, it's your finances, receive it right inside your spirit now. Receive the deposit. In the name of Jesus. receive. I receive a financial breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Receive the things that are in your books. The things that have been prophesied about you. Receive them right now. Right inside your spirit man. Lord, I receive them. I receive the blessings. I receive the open doors. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I receive it breakthrough. I receive healing. I receive complete restoration in my spirit. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it. Nobody will receive it for you. Receive it for yourself. Don't sleep, oh. Receive it for yourself. In the name of Jesus. Reboshi katalabashi. Now step back into your body. I step back into my body and I deposit the healing that I have already received. Deposit it physically in the name of Jesus. Let it be effected. The verdict of the Almighty God. Execute it in your body. Execute it physically in your family execute it in your life from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Execute it in your bank account in the name of Jesus. That financial breakthrough. That favor that you are asking for. Execute it now. And by this authority that you have received. Command everything that is not of God. To come out from your body. Come out from your spirit. Come out from your mind. That trauma command it to come out. In the name of Jesus. Somebody was traumatized as a child. And that thing has followed you. Receive your healing now from the trauma. I break the trauma over your life. And I command it to come out from you. In the name of Jesus. Maga ziga diga diga diga. Maga ziga diga diga diga. Ziga diga, diga, diga. Ziga diga, diga, diga. Zega diga diga da diga diga diga. You were traumatized as a result of violence. God is taking it away now. Gada, gada gada, gather. God is taking away every trauma of from every violence of the enemy, from every harassment in your life, is healing somebody now of trauma receive your healing receive your healing yes my father i receive my healing from every trauma in the name of jesus from now on begin to experience the love of the father gadaga gadaga gada, gadaga gada. gada, 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 gada. there is a new joy there is a new revelation Coming into your life right now, a new presence of the Almighty God. Maga ziga ziga zele. Maga zega ziga maga zega Maga zega Receive your healing right now. In the name of Jesus. Raga ziga Let the healing power of God, Almighty God. Magazi, ziga begin to be deposited in your body in the name of Jesus. Rabo shike talabashi, rabu shike talabashi, rabu shike talabashi, Rabo shika talabahi, Rabo talabahi, rabu talabahi, rabu talabahi, reba talabahi. Rabu Sheka talabahi, Rabu Sheka talabahi, Reba Sheka talabahi, Reba shika telebaahi, Reba talabahi. Let's stand on our feet, please. Reba shika talabahi, Barabashika talabahi, Mangalabashika Branda gaziga Mangrabashi galabahi, 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 mangrabahi labahi laba, mangrabahi labashi, mangrabashi galabahi, mangrabashi Mangraba Jigalabahi. Pray 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 pray. Mangra debujigabahi. Mangraba jigalabahi. Mangraba jigalabahi. Mangraba Mangrabahi labahi. Ringraba Implement and execute all that you have received from the courts of heaven. Into your body, makarabashi. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Let it be implemented in the name of Jesus. galabahi. Let the angels of God execute. Mandalabaji, galabaji. The word of the Lord, the promise of God. What God has done. What you have received. Let it be permanent in the name of Jesus. Rabushiketalabahi. Mangrabashi Calabahi, <laughs> Mangrabashi Calabahi, Mangrabahi Labaji, Mangrabahi Calabahi, Mangrabahi Gabahi, Mangrabahi Gabahi, Mangrabahi Gabahi, Mangrabahi Gabahi, Mangrabahi Gabahi, Mangrabahi Labahi, Mangrabahi Labahi, Mangrabahi Labahi, Mangra labahi, Bahi, labahi, Bahila labahi, Lebahanda labahi, Bahi, Labahandalabahi, Mangra Bahila Bahi, 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 Mangra <coughs> <member> <virigans matério> <NVMe How> Mangra Labahi, Bahi, Mangra Bahila Labahi, Mangra Labahi, Bahi, Mangra Bahila Labahi, Mangra Labahi, Bahi, Labahi, Bahila Labahi, Mangra Labahi Labahi, Mangra Labahi, Bahi, Mangra Bahila Labahi. Mangra 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 Mangrabahi labahi Mangrabahi labahi Lemrabahi labahi Mangrabahi labahi Mangrabahi labahi Mangrabahi labahi Mangrabahi labahi Ancient of days Mangrabahi labahi The soon coming king Mangrabahi labahi Mangrabahi labahi Mangrabahi labahi Mangraba he lavahe, 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 Yangraba he lavahe, Mangraba he lavahe, Mangraba he Mangrabi la bahe, 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 Mangrabahi Labahi, Mangrabahi Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, how wonderful you are! You are brighter than the morning star. You are fairer, much fairer than the lilies of by the road. You are precious, more precious than gold. Sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, how wonderful you are. You are brighter than the morning star. The morning stars you are fairer, much fairer than the lilies are laid by the road. You are precious, more precious than gold. Amen. We're taking one more scripture. And then I will hand over. Let's take second chronicles chapter 20. Second Chronicles, chapter twenty. Hallelujah. Give me the new King James. We want to learn how to do warfare in the courts of heaven. So let's look at this scripture. Okay. It says, it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea. From Syria, they are in Hazazon Tamar, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Verse 5. Five. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new courts and said, Now I want you to take note of this prayer. O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel? And gave it to the inhabitants of Abraham, the descendants of Abraham, your friend, forever, and they dwell in it, and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name, saying, "If disaster comes upon us, sword, judgment, pestilence or famine, we will stand before this temple and in your presence, for your name." Is in this temple. And cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now, so I want you to notice something. Are you following? Please, everyone should try and follow. Hello? You see, go back to verse 6. You see, the first thing that happened, verse 6, in this prayer, was that he hallowed God. He told God who he is. Amen? Say, O oh Lord God of our Father, are you not God in heaven? Do you not rule over all the kingdoms? I want you to take note because that's how we are going to pray. Okay? And in your hand is there no power and might so that no one is able to withstand you. So you first of all acknowledge him. Tell him who he is. The next thing, yes, are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? Now he's telling God, what God has done. Are we together? First of all, you say who he is and what he has done in time past in your life. If you have some personal testimonies, you bring them and they dwell in saying, This is he's reciting the covenant. Yes, go on. Yes, the covenant they made with God recount it because God is a covenant-keeping God. Yes? Then you report the problem. You now say, now, here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Manseah, whom you will not let Israel invade when they came out for the, of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. You present the case. The matter. Amen? Okay. Here they are. Rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession. Which you have given us to inherit. So you report the case. Hello? Sister? Can you hear me? Report the matter. Mention it specifically. And be specific. Amen? Amen? Then he now asks for justice. He says, Oh our God, will you not judge them? You ask God to judge them, judge the powers, judge the authority, judge the matter, the thing that is troubling you. All those things that I said that they are not fair. Say, Lord. Is it fair? Will you not judge it? Will you not judge that I don't have money, that I don't have food, that I don't have children? Judge it for me. Present the matter. Will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. Nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Amen. Yes. What was the next thing? Now all Judah with their little ones, their wives and their children, they stood before the Lord. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. That is to show you that the prophet was from the right lineage. He was generationally correct. He was a Levite of the sons of Asaph. Did you see that? Amen. Amen. That's to show you that God is interested in our genealogy, our bloodlines. Next verse. Then, What did he say? He said, listen, all of you, all you of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you. He has finished the prayer. Now, this is the word of the Lord. He said, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. God is the one fighting for you. Not you. You understand that? Hello. He said, tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the brook, end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Next. And Jehoshaphat did what? He bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. You see that? Then they decided to, you know, they believed the prophecy, the word of the Lord. So they decided not to just go like that. The Levites, the children of the Kohathites, children of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord, God of Israel, with voices loud and high. Verse 20. So they went out early in the morning. They went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Joshua stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. The prophets had already spoken. Amen. Telling them that this battle is a lost battle, you don't need to fight. Just go out by tomorrow. This is where they are coming from. And you will see what the Lord will do. And they believed the prophecy. Amen? And to show that they believe it, they went out with praises and worship. When they, they are consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went out before the army, they were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. You know, we have often been told that it is this praise and worship that conquered the enemy. It wasn't. It was the prayer of Jehoshaphat. This praise and worship was in the trusting, the belief of the prayer and the prophecy. Amen? Amen. To create an atmosphere that they believe the word of God. So when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord himself did what? He set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Manseah, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Hallelujah. The people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mountseah to utterly kill and destroy them and when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seah they helped to destroy one another so that when Judah came to the place overlooking the wilderness they looked toward the multitude and there were their dead bodies they didn't even touch them amen their dead bodies falling on the earth no one had escaped And what did they do? They just came to take away the spoil. They found among them an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies. Precious jewelry which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much to carry. This is what happens when you allow God to fight your battles. Not you trying to fight the battle by yourself. So that's what we are going to do. All the powers, all the things that have troubled us, we are going to go to the court, and we are going to report the matter, and then we'll step back into the physical and allow the judgment to be implemented. Amen? To be executed. Are we ready to pray now? Okay, let's stand on our feet. Nobody needs to sleep. Because it's like when you sit down, you relax too much. And you start sleeping. I know that when we went steps in the other time, some of us must have been seeing visions. Because when you are in the courts, your eyes will open. You are in the glory of God, in the presence of God. God will open your eyes and begin to show you some wonderful things. You will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit clearly. There were words of knowledge that came that said that some people were healed of trauma. I think I was one of them. <laughs> Hallelujah trauma. God has healed it. He has taken it away. I say he has taken it away. In the name of Jesus. Whatever traumatizes you is broken. So right now, let's step into the presence of God. Enter by the holiest. By the blood of Jesus. Just enter. When you get used to it, it will be so sweet. It's so sweet to me now, because you can just stay there and spend time worshipping the Lord, just fellowshipping. Sometimes, as you enter into the holiest, your eyes will be open, you will see flowers, you see garden. That is the presence of God, where he comes every evening to have fellowship with his children. The Garden of Eden is still there in the realm of the Spirit. And so, Lord, we come. We step into your presence. We enter the courts right now by the blood of Jesus. It's only the blood of Jesus that gives us access to your presence, oh God. Thank you, Holy Spirit thank you for the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Now I want you to begin to acknowledge God now. I want you to do it yourself because I won't be the one doing it for you. Acknowledge him. Say, Lord, I know that you are the ancient of days. You are the Lord God. God of Abraham the God of Isaac, the God of Israel. I acknowledge you as the only true God. You are the I am that I am, the ancient of days. You are the creator of the whole universe. Your name is Elohim. Your name is Yahweh. I acknowledge you as the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Your name is I am that I am. You are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are the God of Moses and Elijah. The God that answered by fire. You are the judge of the whole earth. We come before you now. We are in your presence as the judge of the whole universe. You are the only true and the righteous judge. The everlasting father. Lord, the heavens of the heavens is your throne. This earth is your footstool. You are the high and the lofty one. You are the one that dwells in the light which no man can approach. You are the holy one of Israel. We bless your holy name. We acknowledge you that you are our father. You are our father in heaven. We acknowledge you as the only God. You know not any other God. You are the great God a mighty and a terrible God, the everlasting Father. Lord, we acknowledge the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, the apostle and the high priest of our profession, the one who died and rose again from the dead. No other person ever rose from the dead, but only thou, O Lord. You are the word of God. You are the soon coming king. You are the one that is coming again. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You are the one that said lift up your heads, O ye gates. Ye everlasting doors, be ye lifted up, that the king of glory will enter. No one else, Lord. You are the only one that paid the price. You shed your blood on the cross of Calvary. You died and you rose again from the dead, that we might live. You are the only one that did it. We acknowledge and reverence you. You are the only lion of the tribe of Judah, the prince of peace. You are the lamb of God that was slain before the foundations of this earth. You are the Lord God, almighty. The whole judgment has been handed over to you by our father. You shall reign wherever the song. You shall reign until all your enemies are made your footstool. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you are the son of the living God. You are the only rock of ages. You are the word of God. All things were made by you. And without you was not anything made that was made. In you is a light. And this light is the life of men. And this light shines in the darkness. And the darkness cannot comprehend it. Holy Spirit divine, you are the spirit of the living God. You are the paracletus. You are our advocate. (laughs) You are our teacher, our greatest teacher. You are our helper, our strengthener, our standby the one that help us. You are the revelator, the remembrancer, the strengthener. We acknowledge you. We acknowledge your presence in this court of heaven. You and the Lord Jesus are our defense attorneys even before the Father. Thank you, my Father. Thank you. Uh, you are the greatest executor Of the word of the Lord. Thank you, my father, for the presence of the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Thank you, my father, for the presence of the innumerable company of angels that you have given to us to be the helpers. To serve those who are the heirs of salvation. You have set them to become our ministry spirits. To help us. Thank you, ancient of days, for all the provisions you have made for us. You have already given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. I want to acknowledge you, my father. Thank you for the spirits of just men. Made perfect. Thank you because we have already been raised together with Jesus. We are already seated together with you in the heavenly places. Right now, thank you Lord for this time of fellowship. Thank you for this communion. Right now Lord, we thank you with someone Satan to appear and hear and be silent in Jesus name and hear what the Lord is ruling concerning each and every one of us. Now begin to present all the great and the marvelous things the Lord has done in your life. How he saved you from the Mary